Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the second hour of the Free Speech Friday edition of the Live with Rank show. Lines are open if you would like to participate in the show today. Give us your thoughts about what I'm talking about, what someone else is talking about, what you want to talk about. Just call 269-441-9595. By the way, easy way to remember the 9595 if you look at your radio, you're listening to on my my flagship station, 95.3 WBCK. That's where that comes from. Real quickly, and then we're going to get into the phone calls. I put a fun piece out there today called This Three Rivers Woman Has Had Enough of Drivers Destroying Her Yard. Check it out. It's at WBCKFM.com or WKMI.com eventually, whatever station you're listening to me on. It's also at the Facebook pages. You can certainly read it and then go back to the flagship station's Facebook page at WBCKFM or the Rank Live Facebook page where I put a link and then you guys can comment. And check out the great pictures of why this woman, uh, you could feel the anguish in her words, and I have her words in there. So I, I think you'll enjoy it uh, and, and maybe would like to participate after you read it in some commentary on the Facebook pages. Also, I told you this other piece, informational, funding for COVID-19 testing, treatment, and vaccine is ending if you go to that piece, while you're looking at this Three Rivers piece, you can look at that real quickly if you need to find out the dates of uh, the federal government is ending their program to pay for your treatment, your testing, your vaccine, everything. Why? Because things are a lot better. We've moved along, but not in Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo Public Schools are going to continue their mask mandate. Why? Certainly not because of science. Not because of science. Here is Biden's top COVID advisor. Uh, Dr. Osterholm, it's good to see you on this day. I want to start with the confusion of the moment. And I'm not saying it's intentional, but you have some places mandating masks indoors. You just heard the New York City mayor saying, I recommend masks indoors. You have CDC guidelines. You have some Republican governors saying, hell no, we will not allow any mandates. Where are we? Well, first of all, we're in a very unfortunate situation. Uh, we've really brought this country to a point of confusion, which uh, it really misses the main point that we should be focusing on vaccine, vaccine, and vaccine. Uh, you know, I wish we could get rid of the term masking because in fact, it implies anything you put in front of your face works. And uh, if I could just add a nuance to that, which hopefully doesn't add more confusion is, we know today that many of the face cloth coverings that people wear are not very effective in reducing any of the virus movement in or out, either you're breathing out or you're breathing in. And in fact, if you're in the upper Midwest right now, anybody who's wearing their face cloth covering can tell you they can smell all the smoke that we're still getting. We need to talk about better masking. We need to talk about N95 respirators, which would do a lot 
for both people who are not yet uh, vaccinated or not previously infected, protecting them, as well as keeping others who might become infected, having been vaccinated from, from breathing out the virus. So I think one of the things right now, we've just got to get a better handle on what does protect people and what doesn't. So why is Kalamazoo Public, School stu- public Schools doing it to their students? Is there some sadistic, sadist reason? I know that sounds harsh, but all the science, and and, it's interesting, they have a nurse that's on their board, and apparently she also believes you need to continue doing this, even though the science says no. Let's go to the phone lines now, 269-441-9595. Al from Kalamazoo would like to talk about this whole issue that's happening in Ukraine and Russia. Good morning, Al. Welcome to the show. Oh, okay. Uh, Rank, uh, I honestly feel the Russians invaded Ukraine uh, to try and take the country over, uh, to take control of the resources over there so they can capitalize on them. And uh, uh, you remember the SALT II agreements between uh, Ronald Reagan and President Gorbachev? I, I remember, uh, but I can't uh, okay. quote it well, verse. The reason why, if there was a nuclear war, uh, from all the intense blasts, uh, the uh, North Pole would melt and we would probably wind up in another uh, glacier age. And secondly... Well, uh, well, to that point, if I may, Al, then all those on the left who are uh, promoting a no-fly zone or promoting us getting involved uh, in the perspective of in the, or in the context of actually fighting them... Uh, should right. be worried about global warming or, or, or uh, yeah, global right. warming, or at least the melting of right. all that. They, they've been predicting for well, decades it's going to melt, and it hasn't. If there was a nuclear war, the, the Earth would probably break apart and the oceans would cover the landmass. And there's also well, the if there were enough, I mean, if everybody fired off their weapons at everybody, right. there that you know, we don't know what would happen. That certainly could right. be a possibility. Well, there's, a, there's an inner possibility that we would get knocked off our gravitational pull uh, with the other planets as well, mm-hmm. and we could wind up uh, uh, drifting off into space. I wrote a letter uh, to the government called "The Pros and Cons of Nuclear War." And that was, uh, that's why uh, uh, President Reagan and President Gorbachev came to the agreement of uh, reduction uh, uh, for nuclear arms. Well, reduction to what? You know, we're being told that Russia well, has 7,000 of them. <laughs> you know, you, well, you would have to reduce them to a, a handful for it to matter. Well, yeah, I realize. I mean, uh, I, if I remember right... Uh, we could blow up the world 28 times over, and they could blow it up 32 times over. So what difference does it really make? Right, right, exactly, exactly. Okay. So what do you think should occur, or how should, how how involved well, should the United States get in this conflict? Or not conflict, this invasion, this war? I don't agree with it, uh, because... It- it's a matter of uh, trying to control somebody else's interest. What really What don't, don't you agree with? You just said I don't agree with don't, it. What? I don't. I don't agree. Uh, well, um, the president of Ukraine, all he, uh, he finally admitted that they won't uh, join the NATO alliance, and that was a big part of the, the reason why maybe Russia did invade their country. But they've invaded it before, 
uh, back in what 2014. Yes, and they took Crimea. Right, but I think that they really want to try and take the country over to take over uh, their natural. Well, yeah, I think that, and plus, you know, we're being told that they're two generations away from extinction because they're not reproducing quick enough. Uh, that is um, maybe part of it. Uh, I think from right. I, we don't know what uh, Putin has in his mind other than probably uh, as most people are saying. Again, what happens in this business? By the way, thanks uh, for calling in, Al. Appreciate that. Two six nine four four one nine five nine five. A line just opened up. What happens in this business? And and I've told you guys this before, and I'll, I'll let you in on it. Uh, what when? One, unfortunately, I don't know if it was like this 20, 30 years ago, but when one person reports something, everybody else will jump on it and they will report the same thing, trusting that the other person has actually gotten the facts right. It's horrible. So few people, it appears, does their own fact check. And I'll give you my own little, uh, what, what happened to me. So years ago, when Wahlberg was the congressman in the 3rd District, before it was redistricted or whatever they, not redistricted, it was moved. And, and uh, anyway, he moved to, the, I think, the 7th. I, I can't remember. Tim would come into the show, and we would talk to him. And during, I think, the second election, the real, uh, the, uh, would it have been 2012? Obama's uh, re-election campaign. He came in and he said something on air. I forgot what it had to do with, with uh, birth certificate or whatever. And it went viral. Now, I was brand new to the industry and I wanted credit. I thought this was great. It started with WWMT in Kalamazoo who reported my show's name as Live with Steve. I think it was Steve. They didn't even check. They knew. They heard it. They looked at nothing, I guess, to put the name, get it correctly. And I call them up and I tell them, hey, you guys are reporting about Congressman Wahlberg making this statement on the Live with Steve show or whatever it was. And they go, yes. I said, that guy's name isn't Steve. It's Rank. It's the Live with Rank show. And I'm not joking. Her response was, how do you know? Because it's my show. I'm Rank. Please fix that. Well, by that time, it had caught fire and went across the whole world, uh, United States, if not the world, as the Live with Steve or whatever show. No one checks anything. Unfortunately, that's what happens. So people will sit there and tell you about their reporting, but all they're reporting is someone else's reporting when it comes to fact-checking. Now, I get it. You're going to find someone's story interesting. We do. And then we write about it. I write about it. But if there's something pertinent in there, a piece of information, I always double-check. It's Free Speech Friday. What are your thoughts? What should we do in Ukraine? How much more should we get involved other than supplying them with as much food, logistics, uh, and arms? 
I'd love to hear from you. 269-441-9595. You're listening to the Live with Rank Show, not Steve. You're listening to the Friday free speech version of the Live with Rank Show. Thank you very, very much for that. We're rocking and rolling with that song. I, I like that. Also try to choose some upbeat songs that we haven't heard in a while. I I told you earlier that I don't understand why people are in up in arms that Putin on Wednesday said the Russian people will always be able to distinguish true patriots from scum and traitors and simply spit them out like a fly that accidentally flew in to their mouths. I am convinced that such a natural and necessary self-purification of society will only strengthen our country, our solidarity, cohesion, and readiness to respond to any challenges, end quote. That is what the left has been saying for going on six years now, ever since Trump was brought in to make America great again. They've been calling us scum. If you believe in, in policies that will make America great again, they called you a scum. They called you a traitor. They talked about self-purification. They literally, I remember media pundits talking about it and politicians. But that's not being brought up, even on Fox. I don't know why. Earlier, I told you about this Maria Salazar. She's a congresswoman from Miami, Florida, who wants to uh, engage in a no-fly zone, which will then, she understands that could bring World War III. And I, I guess she's okay with that. She won't answer it past that. And he, here, here's the part I think you should know. Now, Vladimir Putin is, uh, is evil. That we can see. He is a war criminal. That I think we can all agree on. But I, I think if, if you want a no-fly zone, which will put us in a war with Russia, and you're a representative like this Maria Salazar, and I think Lindsey Graham is going that way and, and others. If you feel so passionately about it and you want to move to the next step other than providing all this aid, you need to go back to your districts and tell us, the American people, their constituents, what they're going to ask us to do and what they believe the ramifications will be. Inform us. Fight for what you want. They're not doing that. They're just getting their sound clips put out there. So they look tough because, you see, it's not their blood that we be spilled. It's not... Well, to some point, it's their treasure, but they're going, they're, they're making so much money as it is under and above the table. So just come to you, to us, come out on these radio shows. That's what I would ask Congressman Meyer or Upton or Heisinga. Come and discuss why you believe we should get in a war with Russia. 
which more than likely would lead to World War III, which could lead to a nuclear war. Why? And that doesn't mean you're traitorous or anything like that, if you ask that or you think so. Not at all. It's just being smart. Look what's happened. You may ask yourself, how thoroughly has Biden mismanaged this? Well, think about this. The Saudi kingdom, Saudi Arabia, is reportedly asking, I think it's from the Wall Street Journal, they're literally considering accepting the Chinese currency instead of ours for their oil. Right now, you have to buy oil on the world market with American dollars, which helps our country greatly. For 50 years, it's been that way. 50 years, Saudi Arabia has exclusively traded oil in U.S. dollars. This is how bad this has been mismanaged. Yeah, here it is. According to the Wall Street Journal that broke the story, the Chinese government is, quote, offering everything you could possibly imagine to the Saudis, end quote. And they are entertaining it. Two six nine four four one nine five nine five. If you have a thought about what we're talking about today, or or not, Victor Davis Hanson, and I say or not because it's Free Speech Friday. Victor Davis Hanson put out a new piece yesterday called "The Ten Realities of Ukraine," and I'd like to go through those ten with you and educate ourselves. The ten realities of Ukraine. One, he says is reassuring an enemy what one will not do ensures that the enemy will do just that and more. What he means by that is unpredictability and the occasional enatic uh, uh, silence bolster deterrence. It would bolster deterrence. So part of why we weren't attacked during Trump's years is because they didn't know what Trump would do. They know exactly what Joe Biden and the others will do. Thus, they can determine their next steps. So having someone unpredictable is actually a good thing. Having them think that Trump may do X, Y, or Z. Remember this guy, Biden? He's telling them what we're not going to do, number one. And number two... What was it? Uh, when they uh, hacked into our systems, they told them what industries they could hack into, but you can't hack into these. But again, we're talking about a guy who said this yesterday. And no one's making any. Um, actually pointed it out. I mean, this is insane. Here we go. <laughs> well, I just want you to know, I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. I married Dominic Giacoppa's daughter. <laughs> so I, 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 that is such an insult. How does another Irish person or Irish descent person vote for this guy? How? 
I know I'm Irish, but I'm not stupid like the rest of them, is what that really meant. And no one's taking them to task for it. Well, because they're protecting them like they did Hunter Biden. And we'll come back after this break and I'll give you the other nine realities of Ukraine that Victor Davis Hansen believes is being exposed. Here's the live with Rank, and thank you for that. It is Free Speech Friday. Lines are open for whatever you'd like to talk about. I was pointing out a piece by Victor Davis Hanson, who I've been following for a while, and I think he's very um, smart. I think he is very pragmatic. I think he has a lot of common sense, and due to his training as a professor of, I think it was Greek, History, if I remember correctly. He's a classicist and historian at Hoover Institute, Stanford University. I think he used to teach at Stanford or University of California, something like that. He says there's 10 realities of Ukraine that we're learning. One is reassuring an enemy that what one will not do ensures that the enemy will do just that. So telling the enemy, Putin in this case, what we will not do gives them an idea of what we will do. And because the same leaders are following the same script every time, they know what's going to happen generally, and so they can plan better, they being Russia. Two, no-fly zones don't work in a big power symmetrical standoff. He said in a cost-benefit analysis, they are not worth the risk of shooting down the planes of a nuclear power. He goes on to say they usually do little to stop planes outside of such zones shooting missiles into them, sending long-range, high-altitude anti-aircraft batteries to Ukraine to deny Russia air superiority is a far better way of regaining air parity. And that that's a lot of people have been saying that, and we found out that they are shooting off a lot of these missiles from outside of the Ukrainian airspace. Three. Europe, NATO members, and Germany in particular have de facto admitted that their past decades of shutting down nuclear plants, coal mines, and oil and gas fields have left Europe at the mercy of Russia. He goes on to say they are promising to rearm and meet their promised military contributions. You know, the ones that Trump was forcing them to do? By their actions, they are admitting that their critics, the United States in particular, Donald Trump, were right. And they were dangerously wrong in empowering Putin. Number four of the 10 realities of Ukraine. China is now pro-Russian. Beijing wants Russian natural resources at a discount. Russia will pay for overpriced access to Chinese finance, commerce, and markets. Yet if Russia loses the Ukraine war goes broke and is ostracized as an international pariah, then China will likely cut the smelly Russian albatross from its neck in fear of a new Western financial, cultural, and commercial clout. Number five, Americans are finally digesting just how destructive the humiliating flight from Afghanistan was. The catastrophic signal or the, cat, the, cat, um, the catastrophe signaled to Russia 
China, North Korea, and Iran that Western deterrence had died. They saw what happened in Afghanistan. They saw the weakness and the stupidness of the United States. And that's what made Russia maybe perhaps think, well, we're going to move on Ukraine. North Korea, they're sitting there shooting off more missile testing than I think in decades. In China, as many know, they're licking their chops over Taiwan. So they're seeing what's going to happen here. Number five. No, that was five. He says more about five. No surprise that Russia sent missiles into a Ukrainian base near the Polish-NATO border. North Korea in January launched more missiles than in any month in its history. Iran sent missiles into Kurdistan. China announces daily it is just a matter of time until it absorbs Taiwan. The tens of billions of dollars of sophisticated weaponry sent to Ukraine by the West are still far less than what the U.S. military handed over to the terrorist Taliban. Number six, the Ukraine war did not cause inflation and record gas prices. Both were already spiking by early February 2022. The cause was the Biden administration's year-long radical expansion of the money supply at a time of post-COVID pent-up consumer demand. It foolishly continued de facto zero interest rates. I've got a great interview of Art Laffer that I'm going to play today that talks about economically what he says. Is he optimistic or pessimistic or neither about our future? Art Laffer was Reagan's main go-to guy when it came to the monetary supply. Or let me take that back. Have you heard of the Laffer curve? That's him. The Laffer curve says it tries to find the sweet spot when it comes to taxing people and businesses. Because below that, you may not be getting enough taxes. Above that, you're harming the individual or you're harming the economy or you're harming the business. And he came up with the Laffer curve or a curve that they eventually called the Laffer curve. This guy is smart. He is not a partisan. If you've ever followed him, he is not a partisan. He is a conservative fiscally. And it was a very interesting interview he had just the other day. I'll play for you. And it touches on what I was just talking about on that point six. Point seven. In or what Victor Davis Hansen's 10 realities of Ukraine is, is Putin did not invade during the Trump tenure although he had been more aggressive under previous American leadership with his prior attacks on Georgia, Ukraine, and Crimea. Russia stayed still when oil prices were low. Fuel supplies in the West were plentiful, and the United States was confident. When the United States was neither bogged down in operational military interventions nor led by a president predictably accommodating to Russian aggressions, Russia stayed quiet. Putin took note of the increased NATO and U.S. defense spending during Trump. He feared low global oil prices 
and record American oil and gas production because his country made less money then. Because that's basically what they have to sell to the world. He was very wary after unpredictable American strikes against enemies like ISIS, Abu al-Baghdadi, and the Iranian general Soleimani. Again, a tribute to Trump. Eight, it is not escalation to send arms to Ukraine. The Russians far more aggressively supplied the North Koreans and the North Vietnamese in their wars against America without spreading the war globally. Pakistan, Syria, and Iran sent deadly weapons, many in turn supplied to them by Russia, North Korea, and China to kill thousands of Americans during the Afghanistan and Iraq wars. Number nine, Putin may never fully absorb Ukraine as long as it can easily be supplied across its borders by four NATO countries. The U.S. deadlocked in the Korean War, lost the Vietnam War, was stalled in Iraq, and fled Afghanistan in part because its enemies were easily supplied by nearby border friends on the assumption the U.S. could not strike such abettors. And then number 10, the last one. It is not un-American to point out that prior American appeasement under the Obama and the Biden administration explains not why Putin wished to go into Ukraine, but why he felt he could. It is not treasonous to say Ukraine and the United States previously should have stayed out of each other's domestic affairs and politics, but still do not excuse Putin's savage aggression. It is not traitorous to admit that Russia for centuries relied on buffer states between Europe, lost when its Warsaw Pact satellite members joined NATO after its defeat in the Cold War, but that reality also does not justify Putin's savage attack. And he ends with this. We should not rehash the past, but learn from it and thereby ensure Putin is defeated now and deterred in the future. Bingo. Because we point this stuff out. We need to learn from it. That was from a column titled 10 Realities of Ukraine by Victor Davis Hanson. Talking about Ukraine. Where did I put it? Oh, come on, Rank. Oh, yeah. And talking about education and teachers. The president of one of the largest teachers union in America, I think it's the second largest, made two faux pas recently. Her name's Randy Weingarten. She's been there a long time. She's a, quote, unquote, she was a teacher, and this should scare you. Not only is she a teacher, she has been the head of the AFT for a while. Made two, what they're calling, social media faux pas. So in her attempt to support Ukraine, 24 hours after posting an image with an upside-down version of the country's flag. This is a former teacher who was allowed to be in front of children. She sent an upside-down version of the country's flag. But that's not even the worst part. 24 hours after she did that, she sent out a tweet and misspelled Ukraine. You listen to Live with Rank. We'll be right back after this. 95.3 WBCK. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early 
so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The YMCA is just a starting line for the true self-blooms only when we find our purpose, what makes us tick below the surface. Why is the before-work hustle an after-school home, a section of my block, a corner to call my own? With my why, I stand strong, seen and supported all along. It's a million faces in a mirror and everyone belongs. Find your why. Join today at ymca.org for a better us. With Make-A-Wish, the impossible becomes possible. A girl battling cancer can become a race car driver battling the course. The boy showing all the nurses his fire trucks can take the helm of a real one. Wishes can give kids with critical illnesses the strength to keep fighting, get better, and grow up. Where there's a wish, there's a way. Wishes need you. Visit Make-A-Wish at Wish.org. Listen to WBCK on your mobile device, anytime, anywhere. It's free. Brought to you by Airway Auto Parts and Recycling. Don't scrap your car, get instant cash from Airway. the rank show on this free speech friday thank you for that well 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 something else you may not be hearing much of and i appreciate one of you listeners pointed this out to me for the second time in eight days a u.s district judge by the name of carl nichols has dismissed felony obstruction charges alleging a January 6th defendant tried to prevent the certification of the electoral college votes in the 2020 presidential race. He ruled in the case USA versus a Joseph Fisher that the statute used by the prosecutors does not apply to the allegations against the defendant. The 1512 subsection of the U.S. Code is meant to prevent tampering or destruction of documents and records, not alleged attempts to derail certification of the presidential election results, the judge said. Now, that's pretty black and white, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? You know now our DOJ, our crooked and corrupt DOJ, had to know that this, they couldn't charge these people with that. None of them, none of them can be charged with trying to prevent certification of the electoral college votes. Because under 18 U.S.C. 1512 C2, what that means is you're tampering or destroying documents and records. Not that a prosecutor or that a politician believes you were trying to disrail the certification. 
So there's a number of these that have been thrown out of court. Now, they still may have other charges against them. But every time you hear now that they were trying to stop, they're being charged with trying to stop the certification, that person is either not very bright, ignorant on this topic, or lying to you. And I guarantee you, every time you hear a lawyer or former lawyer or DOJ, whatever, they're lying to you. Because I just read you from the judge's mouth the code. Quote, nothing in count three alleges, let alone implies, that Fisher took some action with respect to a document, record, or other object in order to corruptly obstruct, impede, or influence Congress's certification of the electoral vote. The court will therefore grant Fisher's motion to dismiss count three, end quote. See, that's an important one that they're dismissing because they get him on trespassing, which I don't know how you can trespass into a place that you provide hell that you pay for one and two, the police or secure. Yeah, it was the police let you in. So how you're trespassing, I don't know. But this was the big one trying to stop certification. Why now it's only coming up? Why took a judge and his ruling to bring this forward? Not all these uh, former DOG attorney, DOJ attorneys on any channel. I don't know. The same judge threw out the same charge on March 7th in another case. Now, again, these people may still be facing other charges, but this was the big one. The judge is now considering a motion by the same guy who just got won his last case to dismiss counts four and five of the indictment, both of which have to do with alleged presence and behavior in a, quote, restricted building or grounds, end quote. So the judge, thank God, looks at law and says under U.S. code, quote, restricted, end quote, means, quote, any posted, cordoned off, or otherwise restricted area of a building or grounds where the president or other person protected by the Secret Service is or willing or will be temporarily visiting, end quote. So there would be another charge because they were lying to you. The DOJ, the corrupt DOJ. Because they had to know what U.S. code and restricted means. There has to, it has to be po posted, cordoned off, or otherwise restricted area of the building or grounds where the president or other person protected by the Secret Service is or will be temporarily visiting. End quote. So you would also have to know that. That yes, this, this building isn't restricted. It isn't cordoned off or posted. But this area of the business building is because someone under Secret Service protection is there or will be there shortly. Two six nine four four one nine five nine five. Hopefully law will triumph and then these people could sue the pants off of every media, every politician, hopefully the DOJ.
the FBI, whoever was involved in this, the Capitol Police. By the way, we still don't have the 14,000 hours of video. Why don't we have that? Why are they afraid of showing us the 14,000 hours of video of the Capitol that day? And another, by the way, I mentioned it yesterday. It's been six months. So do we have this supply chain under wraps here? Remember, six months ago. Oh, uh, old, uh, hey, I, I may be Irish, but I'm not stupid. Biden said he's taken care of the situation. We gave him some months to implement his, however he was taking care of it. But just the other day, he said, guess what, guys? I suck at what I do because I didn't fix the situation because I'm now blaming the supply chain problem for inflation. Well, you fixed that or attempted to fix it six months ago, Joe. Is it this that you're Irish? But, you, but even though you're Irish, you said you're not stupid. Is anybody Irish out there and offended by that, by what Biden said the other day? I'd love to hear from you. 269-441-9595. Talking about our corrupt Department of Justice. Talking about our corrupt FBI and whoever else is involved in this. Certainly our media. Guess what? You probably heard of this. New York Times has already all, all of a sudden discovered with no new evidence that, oh gosh, you know what? The New York Post, Rank, everybody else out there who was telling us that this Hunter Biden laptop actually existed and this stuff was on it, they're right. They're right. Oh my gosh. And again, no new evidence. And all of a sudden they're saying we were all right. So those of you on the uh, in the middle, who are you going to listen to moving forward? It's Free Speech Friday. Lines are open 269 441 9595. You listen to Live with Rank. We'll be right back. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.